Hi, this is Life Coach David. I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction Life Coach. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast, where my intention is for you to learn wonderful information that's going to help you attract what you want, that's going to help you feel happier, and you'll have the tools to do that. And this morning when I woke up, I was feeling a little bit a little bit low vibration. So something I do sometimes is I play some of my favorite up-tempo songs. So I was dancing around to the Pointer Sisters. I was playing Neutron Dance. I was playing I'm So Excited. And I also played that song, Walking on Sunshine. And I was in a really, really high vibration. And it's interesting, in Neutron Dance, one of the lines that jumped out at me was, She sings, I know there's a pot of gold for me. All I have to do is just believe. And I was like, wow, that's very law of attraction. So law of attraction is a neutron dance. I never realized that before. But I had fun and it put me in a very good vibration and it worked. Today we're going to continue with Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting by Lynn Grabhorn. And the section today we're all going to enjoy because it's called Money, money, money. All right, let's get down to it. Money, 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 money. Sounds good, doesn't it? Or does it? No, I'm not retarded. Let's put it another way. How does the word or topic make you feel? Honestly, every word we utter carries its own brand of vibration peculiar to the one doing the speaking. Depending on how we were raised, and what our own distinctive outlook on life may be, we charge the words we speak with a personally exclusive vibration. The word God, for instance, can evoke either a highly positive or powerfully negative vibration response, depending on who's doing the speaking or listening, and what their background and association has been with that word. We have a truckload of these juiced-up words in our language, but there's only one which can lay claim to consistently winning the top negative word vibration award. That word is money, the most highly charged word in any language that uses the stuff. With most of us, the beliefs associated with this word are so incredibly intense, the moment we speak, think, or hear it, we send out walloping negative vibrations all over the place. Of course, all that does is create an impenetrable wall around us that guarantees blockage of the most sought-after commodity into our lives. Just by speaking that dumb little grouping of sounds, we're stalling the very thing we most desire. But how come? This is, after all, pretty neat stuff, is it not? Gold, silver, coins, paper notes, all of it. More like all that misery. From the time we were tiny tots, at least for the majority of us, we learned that the word money equates to struggle, shoulds, musts, have-tos, and gottas. We learned how the subject felt to mom and dad, to uncles and aunts, to grown-up family friends. We learn the anxiety that surrounds that word and the anguish. We learn, for the most part, that it's the be-all and end-all of what we believe to be life. 
so we had better make damn sure we have it or else. Actually, that learning curve began well before toddler days, back in the womb, where we absorbed all the many vibrations of our parents' struggles and fears. So we come bouncing into the world like Don Quixote with this cockeyed inborn programming that says the greatest adversary we shall ever confront in life will be the thing we call money, the dragon against which we must war unto death, and most of us do, because we never learned about flowing energy and getting out of negative vibrations, we spend our lives with thoroughly closed valves over this subject, fighting a battle we can't possibly win until we become so tired, so discouraged, so downtrodden, our body finally responds to the perpetual negativity and we die. What a swell life. And that's the end of that section on money. And there is a lot of truth to that. So many of us grow up with a negative connotation towards money. And of course, it's all in our minds and causes us to have a low vibration about it. But let's continue and see how we can get into a better place. And the next section about money is called Screw Old Beliefs. Ever since legal tender was first created, no one has had enough. So as we think money, we immediately think not enough. And now you can start to see the picture. Money equates to not enough, which equates to lack, which equates to feel bad vibrations, which faithfully supplies us more of precisely what we don't want any more of, lack. The good news is we don't have to get in there and dig up all our moldy old beliefs about money to allow the abundance to flow. We only have to override them. And thank heavens for that, we'd be on the couch for decades trying to overcome the plethora of well-ensconced doctrines about money that society has so unjustly created. For example, you have to work hard to get it. Money must be earned. You don't get something for nothing. Money is hard to come by. Money is hard to save. I never have enough. It goes out faster than it comes in. Money is the root of all evil. We need to save for retirement. I'll be happy when I get it, meaning I can't be happy now. One must strive hard for the real rewards. Money doesn't grow on trees. Repeat any one of those phrases out loud and see how you feel. Not good. Yet that's the stuff we were raised on. All so vibrationally ingrained in us that we think money is our only key to freedom. And hey, I'm not arguing that. What trips us up is we think it has to be earned, fought for, worked hard for, struggled for. Yet money, like anything else, is nothing but energy. And attracting it, like anything else, is nothing more than an energy-flowing process. Now is when you write a new script. And the next section without delay is called writing a new script. Let's say you wanted to build a new patio onto your house that would cost around $25,000. And let's say you thought about that $25,000 cost over and over without the slightest idea how to get it. Finally, depressed and frustrated, out comes, oh hell, forget it. You're acting like all the rest of us. 
bumping up against so many limiting old beliefs that have been lifelong valve closers you finally shut down. Your desire for the money to build your patio feels so lousy you stop thinking about it. Needless to say, that was before you knew about flowing energy. So let's say you think about the new patio now. Sure, you still get some of the same negative feelings, only you can spot them now because you're paying attention to how your thoughts make you feel. This time, instead of saying in those old forget-it feelings, you create a new script to paste a fresh, high vibration over the old one. Creating a new script is nothing more than making up a grand little daydream and stepping into it emotionally. That's the important part. You've got to get into your daydream emotionally or you're just blowing hot air. You're concocting a present time whimsical narration about your want spoken out loud, writing a second choice, as if chatting with a friend. It must never, never be about what is going to happen, only about what has or is happening now. And you make the telling of this real enough, you can taste the satisfaction, enjoyment, fulfillment, and joy in every nuance, every increment as you muse along. Just remember, you must feel the passion behind every word. You know feel, you know get. Because without the new feelings, you'll have no vibrational change. It's those juicy, intoxicating emotions behind your words that cause the positive vibrations necessary to bring this about. Make believe or not, you're creating a new magnetic vortex with your virgin images and impassioned feelings. Just don't make your story so outlandish that you can't get into the feeling, or you've defeated your purpose. As the vortex begins to grow from the first 16 seconds of happy and the next 16 seconds and the next, the high vibrations flowing out from you begin to cancel out the lower vibrations of the ones you're living now, completely overriding your current what is. When the switchover to higher frequency kicks in, everything you need to bring your made-up little story into reality, including you, is being drawn into the new vortex. Now granted, you may feel a little silly at first, chatting out loud with a pretend person or yourself about the fantasy you're living, but that's a small price to pay for the walloping dividends. Just start talking, describing with relish all the joys that $25,000 has brought you. Take it slow, allowing yourself plenty of time to feel the words and pictures as you move along and time to allow more ideas for your use of the money to pop in. While this is pretend as if right now, if you'll make your narration so real that you can merrily taste, smell, feel, touch, and live it, pretty soon you will. Okay, there are two ways to talk about your imagined fantasy. The first is like chatting with a friend. And the second is just sort of musing out loud with yourself. So one type of conversation about the $25,000 might go something like this, out loud, as if chatting with a friend over a cup of coffee. You know, Jack and I are so thrilled with the patio we just finished. We've wanted one for years, but never felt we should spend the money. But we just decided it was time to treat ourselves 
And as soon as we decided that, the money came as if by magic. It's all built now, and oh, we so love it. Our favorite time is just after dinner. We sit out there, just the two of us, and by doing this, you're feeling every phrase, savoring every detail as you go along with your story. And do you know this whole thing has brought us closer together? Oh, sure, it was a big mess at first, but even the kids are using it now after school. We got them their own table and chairs, so they sit out there now to do their homework. I tell you that patio is the best thing we've done in years. And you just go on and on, slowly feeling each new awareness of the same topic, reveling in each delicious moment of your description. If you want to change the approach, pretend as if out loud to yourself. Something like, I can't wait until Jack comes home tonight. I've got his favorite dinner all ready for us to have on our new patio. Oh, and I'm so happy that what we've done out there, that I especially love the magnificent stone we found for the flooring. And tomorrow at long last, I go to look for the new plants. I think I'll go to, and you go on and on, and you keep describing something there that you're going to do, but it's all within and part of your completed fantasy of the finished patio. You've got to give that money some place to flow, so tomorrow when you do this, talk about how it feels to soak in your new hot tub, and the next day at length about the new plants you just brought, etc. Relishing and delighting in each little thing as you talk, and feel, talk and feel. You've taken the $25,000 required for your patio out of the old feel-bad scripting and created a shiny new dream script to paste over it. One that is genuinely overflowing with all sorts of easy-to-believe, feel-good energy, though still only a make-believe creation. Yes, you can play this game with a loving partner, provided you're both on the same wavelength, wanting the same types of things. Two of you doing this will actually magnify the energies tenfold and spark all manner of new ideas to chat about back and forth to get your juices to spill over. Of course, scripting is not just about material things. You can script for anything from a new improved relationship to getting rid of moles in your yard. My dog Lucy was driving me bonkers, running up and down the long front fence, barking at anything that moved. It was tiresome to me, annoying to the walkers, and infuriating my neighbors. I tried every maneuver in the dog books, but nothing seemed to work. Finally, worn down and really a bit concerned, I ventured into talking a new script. Here it is. How I love to watch the free spirit in that dog run wild as the wind, up and down the front fences. And I can hardly believe it when she puts the brakes on to simply sit at the fence line, quietly watching the walkers go by, so attentive, so well-behaved. Frankly, it's mind-boggling to me after the way she used to act. But what's so neat is I can see that Lucy is still in charge of guarding the property. She just does it now by sitting hushed and alert, watching. Man alive, I love it. I went through that routine every day, seeing and feeling myself praise Lucy for racing up on our side of the fence to whatever was moving on the street, coming to a screeching halt, and then just sitting in silent, watching. Five weeks dragged by before I saw the first sign. 
Lucy didn't even run. She just sat in the driveway and watched this guy jog past. She just sat there. All in all, the whole process took about three months, which goes to show how strong my old beliefs were about not being able to reteach a stubborn dog. But I stuck with it, and as of this moment at least, we are two very happy beings. But when it came to money, my first attempts at rescripting weren't anywhere near that successful. I was trying so hard to get into surrealistic pictures of projects that were causing dollars to pour in that I was burying myself under a mountain of totally unbelievable stories. I could feel my old belief systems raising their doubting heads with stuff like, how on earth are you going to do that? Where will you get all this time? In your dreams. Doubt, doubt, doubt. Gradually, it sank in that I didn't need to create a multi-million dollar Steven Spielberg production number, just a moderately believable little story I could tell myself or a friend about. So I started over again with a greatly toned-down tale that was much more credible to me. Instead of talking about money pouring in, I gave it some place to flow to. I talked about how easy it was to be able to pay my bills, how nicely all my projects were falling into place, how my mortgage programs were being so well received in the market. Everything felt good. I told myself a new twist on the same stories every day for weeks, creating new characters and new circumstances to keep the stories alive. When nothing seemed to happen, I got discouraged. Wonder what I'd be suckered into, realizing I was right back into negative give out a big sigh, and start scripting all over again. Then it broke open. I got some astounding, in fact revolutionary, new ideas to bring in four times the business with half the usual effort. New people popped in to help me out, and in about six months, I was back on track making a comfortable living. In a year and a half, my income went from comfortable to breathtaking, increasing a stunning 830%. Old feeling habits may die hard, but oh happy day, die they did. So if you have a hankering to travel, never mind how you're going to get the dollars, just start chatting or writing your fantasy script and flowing feel-good energy to where you want to go, as if you were there now. Feel the breezes, taste the food, wear the tan. If you always wanted to own a racehorse, never mind how you're going to get the dollars, start talking about your script and flowing feel-good energy to the kind of horse you want, as if you had him now. Along with the trainer, the facilities, the applause, feel the mane, smell the horse smells, wear the roses. If you and your spouse have always wanted to live a more simple life, running a bed and breakfast in the country, then fantasize about the perfect place and walk the gentle country roads, marvel at the fresh air, chat with the contractors who are helping you remodel the home, choose the wallpaper, find the antiques, enjoy your happy guests, and cook up a splendiferous brunch for all. That's all there is to it. You replace the old negative script vibration of I can't, I don't know how, I'm deranged with the positive new one 
that jams you smack into the enjoyment of having it now. You speak it and feel it as the way you want it to be if you are living your fantasy this very moment, unfolding an ever-broadening variety of savory descriptions until you feel the whole thing click in and become real. You become so caught up in the daydream, it's like you're living it this very moment. You are no longer a reactor to conditions. You have become a creator of conditions. And that's the end of that section. And I will continue tomorrow with the other sections all about money. But keep in mind everything she said. Think about how you're thinking about money, how you think about things that you want. And if you're thinking about it in a negative, low vibration way, then try what she says. Rewrite your story about it. And get so good at it as if it's happening right now. Whatever it is you want. You're living it now. Get into all the way it feels, how good it feels, depending on what it is. And before you know it, it will manifest. Now, of course, sometimes it takes longer than other times. But that's not for us to get concerned with. Because then we'll bring our vibration down about it. So have fun rewriting your scripts about what you want money-wise. And all the things you want. And get good at feeling so good about it that it has to manifest. Thanks again for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. If you want to experience some wonderful Law of Attraction coaching, you can find me at lifecoachdavid.com and you can contact me through there. If you have a question you want me to answer on an upcoming podcast, just email me at david at lifecoachdavid.com and I will answer it for sure. Thanks for listening and have a high vibration day.